0: Hey everyone, welcome to the third episode of season two of Financially Speaking with Hi. The Fannie Project. Uh, I'm Muhammad Ever, and I will be a host for today's session. Alongside me is Gaurav Chakraborty, my co-host. Uh, on today's episode, we have with us Mr. Nikhil Agarwal, who is the founder and CEO of Grip Invest. In his role as CEO, Nikhil seeks to offer new age investment opportunities to retail investors that focus on asset-backed investment opportunities. He has 16 plus years of experience in investment banking, working for the likes of Morgan Stanley, HSBC. He also acts as consultant to the transport practice of the World Bank. Prior to Grip Invest, he founded Shadow in 2016, which is one of India's leading mobility startups that focus on that focuses on building smarter solutions for public transit.
1: So we invite Sir uh, to take over. We'd like to elaborate a bit about Grip Invest. So Grip Invest is an investment marketplace that provides retail investors with options to co-invest and have partial ownership in physical assets that, can, that earn lease income. Launched in June 2020, Grip Invest provides a lease finance platform where investors can purchase and lease assets to companies, providing them an additional investment instrument while enabling companies to grow faster by converting capex to opex. Grip's mission is to change the way Indians think about investing and facilitate wealth creation opportunities with healthy diversified portfolios.
0: Uh, I hope, I'm, I'm only uh, assuming that this session with you will be you know, a learning experience for us as well as our viewers. So, you know, like, let's start. Uh, sir, could you give us an introduction about you, your work
2: and, and your life journey? Sure. Uh, first of all, thank you so much for having me and for, for that uh, introduction. Um, it's not often that you get to hear the introduction about your business. Um, and it, it sounded better coming from you than most of the times that I say it to our uh, our partners or our venture capitalists. So just to introduce myself, I think Mohammed has already given given a bit of my my backstory. Um, I've been working since two thousand and nine. I'm a FMS uh, MBA graduate um, and started my career with HSBC Bank. Uh, I like to say it started one financial crisis back because it was immediately after the global financial crisis. And uh, in a very short career, I have seen. Two and a half crisis, uh, you know, financial crisis. We had something in 2016, 17, and then now again with the pandemic. So it's been an interesting journey, uh, fantastic learning opportunities. I don't think that I could have predicted that I would be here uh, running a second venture, uh, building a fintech venture when I when I graduated from business school. But I think that's the interesting part of life today. Uh, after HSBC, I, I moved to Morgan Stanley's investment banking team. Uh, working on both capital markets and M&A for technology, auto and real estate companies. It gave me my first real glimpse into what a tech founder means. I used to work uh, with the Flipkarts and the Snap deals of the world uh, very early in their journey, talking to them about capital raising and strategy and got an insight about how some of these unicorns of today were really building their business. Um, In 2015-16, I got a chance to leave Morgan Stanley and start my first venture. It's a business called Chalo, as Mohammed said, Uh, Chalo is solving a very interesting problem for, you know, the largest set of people who travel in India, Uh, buses are predominant form of transportation. And these are city buses. Like if you're in a, in Delhi, it's DTC. If it's in Bombay, it's best. If it's Bangalore, it's BMTC. But these buses don't offer a great transport experience. They don't, you don't know where they are. You can't book tickets online. You can't book tickets the way you want to book in the kind of package you want to book. And Chalo makes all of that easier using technology. At the same time, it uses all that information to better plan buses and improve public transportation in India. On the back of the work that I did with Chalo, uh, I got an opportunity to work with the World Bank in a policy making role on improving public transportation, but also using some of these learning in terms of accelerating the adoption of electric vehicles in India, which is now, as all of us know, a very, very key objective of the government. Um, About 18 months back uh, and six months into my role with the World Bank I found myself wanting to build again. Um, I think once a founder always a founder and I I couldn't see myself doing consulting for a very long time. So Grip was an idea that's been playing in my head for a very long time. Uh, I found the right people to start that business with and in June 2020 we launched the website. Um, It's been an exciting 18 months uh, understanding user behavior understanding what people are looking from a wealth perspective, understanding the challenge that exists and the large opportunity that we have as a business. So that's a little bit about me and my journey till now. Um, happy to talk also about a little bit about what we're doing at grip uh, while, uh, while an introduction was already given grip is trying, you know, there are um, about 300 million Indians in total. These 300 million Indians hold $5 trillion in wealth, which is by no means a small number. But of that 300 million of all of that 5 trillion, less than 1% is held in what is called alternative investments, less than 1%. I think it's important to first define alternative investments, right? For the benefit of everyone, anything, which is not stock market gold or um, cash or, you know, typical fixed deposits is treated as alternative investments. It's a very broad catchphrase but non-traditional is alternative investments. And the definition of what it is, is constantly changing cryptocurrency, which obviously a lot of people now talk about, have tried is also a form of alternative investments, but so is venture debt, venture capital, private equity. And the allocation to that amount allocation to that field is just 0.5%. Globally. One concept that is common across investing is to build a diversified portfolio. Different people may have a view on what to invest in, but there is a consistent belief that the portfolio must be diversified. And if only 1% is an alternative investments, you're definitely not building a diversified portfolio. Okay. A few other things have changed in the last last couple of years that make alternative investment even more important. Fixed deposit rates have become really low. They're below the inflation rate, which means any money in a fixed deposit is not earning money. Second is that the stock markets have become incredibly volatile. You do not know whether you're going to make money or lose money over a period of time. And hence, you cannot project necessarily your financials. In no way are stock markets bad and, and should not be. Part, they should definitely be part of your portfolio. But there must be an allocation to that stock markets depending on the risk that you can take for the volatility it creates. I think the third point is even more important and something that a lot of us don't realize if you ask your parents how did they make their money right where did they invest the answer will probably be real estate or investing in stocks like reliance industries when it went public but reliance industries went public 4 years into its incorporation when it was barely the reliance industries of today and hence any stockholder of reliance then has made 300000% return right on money but today, a company that goes public like a Zomato or a Paytm or a Nica goes public at multi-billion dollar valuations. As a retail investor, you do not have the opportunity to participate in the growth from zero to 10 billion. For you to make money, you have to believe that each of these companies will become hundred billion dollars, thousand billion dollars, a trillion dollars for you to really make money as more companies stay private longer the traditional opportunities to make wealth have vanished, And hence it becomes even more important that a larger number of Indians look at putting their money in alternative investments to really make their wealth work for themselves. Okay. And that is the fundamental premise with which we started with. All of us work really hard for ourselves. That's what I believe. And, but we, we have very, very few opportunities to make our money work for ourselves, make, make our money work for us. And I think that's the challenge that GRIP is trying to solve.
0: Yes, those are some very interesting points that you made. And I completely agree with, you know, the stock market volatility or, you know, with, you know, the, the IPOs that have come into the market. In what ways do you think India can promote financial
2: literacy to embrace alternate asset classes? Like let's say lease finance. Yeah. Um, I think there's a tremendous amount of literacy that is required and education that is required for investors. Any of the alternative investment classes. Uh, by their definition, are not something that are going to be well understood. It isn't like that your fa- you know your father or your uncle or your friend is going to be able to necessarily tell you the pros and cons of making an investment. So literacy is going to play a really important role in educating people about making that investment decision. Um, I think it's it's onto platforms like us, it's onto um, you know platforms like yourselves to bring on that literacy by creating an opportunity to disseminate that information. Grip, for example, has created many blogs. We have partnered with a a company for helping us do PR. We've partnered with, we're now partnering with many influencers and bloggers to talk more and more about the role that alternative investments must play. What lease finance is as a product. What are the good things and what are the bad things and how people should think about purchasing or investing in alternative investments. I think unless an education is done, it's going to be, it's going to result in a lot of missteps by a lot of people. All of us have seen the mutual fund sahi hai campaign, right? All of us have seen it and it's great to have mutual funds come together to educate people about what mutual funds are. That campaign is still an, it's still a promotional campaign. It's not an educational campaign. So let's be clear, but, but as an industry, there was something done to promote a particular product and to talk about it including providing disclaimers about it i think that's the same role that is required from the alternative in- investment industry as a whole especially as more and more products become available to retail investors if you were to ask my bet is if you were to ask majority of people who own cryptocurrencies today on what a cryptocurrency is the, they probably wouldn't know right Uh, it's just something that they, their friend told them to invest in. And I think that kind of situation needs to be avoided. We tell most of the people who invest on grip to first go and make a stock market investment, first go and make a fixed deposit investment. And once they have done both of those things, they should then look at making an alternative investment, whether in grip or whether something else, even as they start their journey with grip. We advise them to start with a minimum investment amount okay, and experience the platform for a period of time before choosing to make any more investments. Our relationship managers are available to them to provide information. We provide in depth information about the product and the more and more data we can provide will help people make a more informed decision. Uh, yes, sir, we did
0: go through your website and you know, I mean the UI to everything like the information is disseminated in such a way that it makes it You know very easy to comprehend even for beginners like Gaurav and myself. So I think you're doing a, a fantastic job there. Thank you. Uh, Gaurav, uh, would you like to take Absolutely. Over?
1: Yes, sir. Thank you so much. So it has been I mean, it's a pleasure having you here once again. So, sir, when we come to Grip Investing for retail investors, sir, what is the procedure for, uh, say, like, retail investor like me to come and invest? And what is the duration of investment? Is there any minimum requirements for us to, you know, join Grip Investing in this journey? So, could you please elaborate on that? Sure. So, let me first tell you about what is the product that Grip Invest offers. And then I'll
2: I'll also talk about the journey from a user point of view. A lot of companies are uh, looking to actually take assets on lease. Um, I'll take a few minutes to explain what I mean by this uh, and what what the what leasing is from an investor's perspective. Ola and Uber don't no longer own the cabs that they operate. Right? Mobility is shared. They don't. They're a technology platform. Falenko, as many people must use, is providing furniture to people, and no one owns that furniture. In fact, even Falenko doesn't own that furniture. All of us talk about cloud using technology on the cloud but none of us own the servers. Even Amazon or Google that provide cloud computing may not own the servers. Each of these companies is a technology platform, is software, which is providing various goods and services to be used by end customers. The underlying physical asset is not necessarily owned by them as part of their business, because it's a commodity it's, it can be owned by anyone. And hence, because these companies are growing to such large scales, they require someone else to own the asset and to provide it to them for operations. The question leasing asks is, can you make a financial product and can you make money out of owning and leasing this asset to someone else who's going to be responsible for operations? Now Let me give you an example of of how this translates into an investment option on Grip's website. There is a company called Everest fleet. Most people have not heard of it. It is India's largest partner to Uber for running cabs. If If you are an Uber customer in Bombay or Bangalore, you're likely to have taken an Everest fleet car. You're likely to have sat in an Everest fleet car to complete your ride. Now, Uber doesn't own the car. And Everest fleet wants to operate the largest network in India. Investors on grip can put in money to purchase a car that is given on lease to Everest fleet and operated with Uber every month, Everest Fleet Everest fleet pays a fixed rental to the investor for providing this car. And it makes money by selling the trips to customers. This is what lease financing is. The benefit is that your investment is going towards purchasing a very fixed asset. You're going towards buying a car. Okay? And hence your underlying asset has some amount of security and value. Even if things are going wrong, you return, you get returns on a monthly basis, which means you get returns very quickly and the returns rate are very attractive because of the way the product is structured. At the same time, Everest has access to capital and is able to steal its business. So this is a proposition that we offer now a typical Maruti car costs five or six lakh rupees and none of us want to make the full five or six lakh rupees of investment. What grip allows you to do is to invest just 20,000 rupees towards buying this car and the remaining money will come from other investors like you who also want to keep investing. All of that money is taken together and gone to purchase this car. This entire process, is what GRIP manages. We go and identify opportunities like Everest fleet. We put them on the platform. We summarize the information, do a credit analysis. Once we are comfortable, we list it on the platform. A user, once they log into GRIP is able to see this as an investment option. They are able to read about the company. They're able to see the likely returns that are expected on a month on month basis. And if they like all of this, they can go and make an investment on our platform. The minimum ticket size is 20,000 rupees. So those are the kind of investment options that grip enables on a platform. I'll just take one last, make one last point on this. Banks and NBFCs have been doing this business for ages, right? Leasing is not a new product. In fact, leasing is one of the oldest businesses that existed in the world. And they would charge Everest fleet or companies like this 14, 15, 16% as interest for providing these vehicles. All of us put our money in a bank at 5%, which gets churned, churned, churned and goes to every street at 15, 16%. What we're trying to do is why not offer you as an investor, the opportunity to directly make the 15% okay? Ten percent extra point, right? 10% extra 1000 basis point extra. And that is the option we're allowing. It is absolutely not as safe as investing in a fixed deposit, right? You should have that caveat but can you put some of your money to earn 15% that you can take a risk at and put the remaining of your money in other investment options.
1: That's the philosophy. That was really interesting to hear, sir. I mean, it's pretty simple actually for investors like us to understand, comprehend and move forward with the reason investing alternative fund. So sir, uh, following on this question, sir, so, as you had already mentioned about the financial crisis, the COVID pandemic, etc. At this moment, sir, we are at a very crucial juncture because youth is uh, turning towards cryptocurrencies and stuff. While uh, the older people are still kind of sort of a bit conservative, they're still sticking to LIC or maybe a bit towards mutual funds. In this moment, sir, how do you think will will the market move towards lease financing? Where do you see, sir, Grip investing in the next 5 years or 10 years down in the lane? Uh,
2: yeah, it's a, it's definitely a very interesting time. I, uh, you know, uh, starting the business in June, 2020, we thought we were the unluckiest people to start a business during the pandemic. Uh, we turned out to be one of the luckiest people because investment behavior over the last 18 months has been unprecedented. The number of people who have opened accounts on stock exchanges, number of people who are experimenting with crypto, other alternative investments is very, very large. So we've been able to build a fairly sizable business in a short period of time because of this changing investment uh, in the, uh, atmosphere. Um, we're seeing very strong investment interest that continues to happen. And we're looking to grow the business on the basis of products like lease financing. At the same time, we understand that investors are looking for more and more products. Right? We are talking about diversification. So why put all your money in lease financing? You should also have the opportunity to put in other alternative investment products. Over the next few years, you will see Grip making available other products as well outside of lease financing to investors, while lease financing continues to be a key proposition that Grip enables. I'll just uh, give an example of a company in the US. It's called Yield Streak. They are one of the pioneers of offering alternative investments to uh, retail investors or individual investors. They recently reached a milestone where 1% of all Americans have invested on their platform. I think that's incredible. Um, and we are hoping that this is a, this adoption of alternative investments is happening globally. It's happening in India for sure. And we believe that there is a large, there's an opportunity to build a very large proposition, very large value addition to users, uh, through
1: businesses like it's really exciting to hear, sir. And we are really looking forward to grip invest and its journey ahead so sir when it comes to finance uh, young young college people like us really look forward to people like you who are making such remarkable achievements in the financial sector so sir is there any book or code that you would say resonates with you most when it comes to finance or financial planning or any movie that could be
2: you know um, this is a really old book um, but it, like you said that this is you know for if i was to talk to people in college uh, i would advise everyone to first read rich dad poor dad it's a really really old book right but the basics of investing and how you should think about money have probably never been better explained um i think it really changes your philosophy or the way of thinking on you know how you make your money work for you how you think about compounding of returns and very small simple actions at the right time that can really define what wealth means for people so if if there's a book to start your journey with on financial literacy it's probably rich dad poor dad it's also a fun read so it's also enjoyable it's not like a you know boring financial textbook so it's a fun read and i would really recommend people start with that
1: sure I think so. thank you so much sir for coming up here it was an absolute pleasure having here sharing this industry experience And this will help a lot of people like us and all the other enthusiasts out there. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you so much for having me.